0: sisters, please uh, move forward. I shall not squeeze in a bit because uh, there are a lot of people today, alhamdulillah. So please, try and squeeze in and make way for your brothers. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah. 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 Rabbil الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ويحذه الله فلا يوجد ومن من فلا الا واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له رب العالمين مالك يوم الدين واشهد ان سيدنا مولانا محمدا أبده ورسوله أوصله بشيراً ونذيراً بين الساء فأسيقهم ونفسي لتق الله تعالى قال تعالى في القرآن الكريم قرأت Book to us يا أيها الذين آمنوا تقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموذن إلا وأدب مسلمون قال تعالى يا أيها الناس تكفوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وَخَلَقَ مِنْهَا زَوْجَهَا فَبَدْتَ مِنْهُمَ رجالاً كثيراً وَنِسَاءً وَدَّقُوا اللَّهَ الَّذِي تَسَاهَلُ لَبِهِ وَالْأَرْحَامِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ عَلَيْكُمْ رَقِيمًا الحمد لله، الحمد لله فُمَّ الحمد لله وِتَقَ اللَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى We thank him that we are amongst those who are chosen that on this day, in this year at this moment, I'm a witnessing witness in another blessed month of Ramadan. Allahumma takabal siya'ana. Allahumma taqabbal ukuwana. Allahumma takabal siya'ana. Allahumma takabal siyamana Allahumma takabal Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Such a blessing. We're given another opportunity to change, to be transformed, to gain the maghfirah, the reward, to gain the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Brothers and sisters, this is the month of the Qur'an. I want you to picture, to imagine, a scene on Yom al on the Day of Judgment when the trumpets are blown and we will be terrified, waiting for the judgment from our Rahmah, and we are Aziz Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And imagine on that day, you come or I come, and you look at your deeds, your amal, you look at your good deeds, and many before, you smile and say, Alhamdulillah, you did a lot of good deeds. But then also, we look at the bad deeds because everything will be brought on that day and one minute you're smiling, the next minute you look at your bad deeds and you think whoa, 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 I'm in trouble I'm in trouble because my bad deeds outweigh my good deeds they look like a mountain compared to my my good deeds but then you remember that there is one person on that day one person Whose shafa'a, whose intercession on you, for you or me, will help. You he said, ah, I have a winning card. I need to look for Muhammad sallallahu wa And all the people that gathered on the plains, and you're looking for him, you're trying to find him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You're saying to yourself, Ya Rasulullah, I need a favor. I need you to do me one favor on this day, Ya Rasulullah. I looked at my deeds, I looked at these deeds. I'm heading for one place, a bad place but you, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu you, Allah, permits you on this day to intercede, shafa'a, on Yom al for people. And you find Muhammad sallallahu alaihi and you smile again, you have hope again, and you make your request, you plead, you beg, instead of accepting your request the prophet ﷺ, my name Sander, recites to you a verse from the quran a verse which was recited in many messages last night <coughs> last night it is a verse from surah al furqan and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam will say to his Lord, Ya Rabbi, Oh my Lord, you will make a complaint, an unhappy complaint. Sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Inna kaum ittadu haa al-Qur'an Inna kaum ittadu. Indeed, my people, they took this Qur'an rahjura. They abandoned it. They didn't pay attention to it. So instead of getting the Shafara, the help, the intercession of the Prophet, وسلم, this is brought as evidence against that. Allah protect us from doing that. So it's very important that we understand in this blessed month, the month of Quran, Ramadan, we have to ask ourselves, how do we take the Quran? Will this ayah apply to us that we take it mahjurah? Somebody could say, brother, this verse in Surah al furqan this is about the Quraysh. This is about the people in the town of the Prophet, sallam, when he would read the Qur'an to them, try to preach to them, explain to them, they would speak loudly, they would talk nonsense, they would try to drown out the sound of the Qur'an. They did not want people to listen to the Qur'an as guidance. So yes, the people who... Abandon the Qur'an, the Kuffar. Because they abandoned believing in the Qur'an. But then the Mufassirin, Ibn Kathir, and many of the Mufassirin and the Ulama, they say this ayah cannot be restricted to the Kuffar. Ibn Kathir, Rahmatullah, he gives a long explanation of this ayah. He said that people who do not study it, do not follow what he commands. Do not keep away from what it forbids. Do not pay attention to it. All of this is also the meaning of abandoning the Qur'an. So we have to ask ourselves, how do we look to this Qur'an in our life today? How does this Ummah, this noble Ummah, this blessed Ummah, how do we approach this Qur'an? And I would say to you brothers, a lot of us look to the Qur'an as a book of reward and recitation, and really that's it. I have to, we have to be honest with ourselves here. How do many of us look to the Qur'an? It's a book of reward. Remember that? I'm going to read the Qur'an twice. What is in his mind? I want the reward. I want the ajal. Because the Prophet sallam, said to us, Alif la min, each of them is a letter, and for each of them you get reward. This is part of our deen. This is part of our culture. This is something we should be very proud of as Muslims. Beautiful recitation of the Quran. <laughs> this is part of Islam. And a lot of us rush. Where are you going for Taraway? I'm going to Imam Fulan 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 Because his recitation is the best. Ah, No, brother, he's not. No, you need to come to my masjid. My masjid, he recites like Sheikh Michel. Ah, My masjid, he recites like Sheikh Abdul Basit. We become engrossed, enamored, in love with the sound, with the melody of the Quran. And this is a good thing. Don't get me wrong, don't misunderstand me. This is a beautiful thing. This is part of our culture as Muslims. But was the Quran revealed in Ramadan just for recitation? Just for gaining reward? Well, on, It is huda, guidance. You buy, you sell, you trade, you deal with your wife, you deal with your enemy. What morals do you have? How do you make do What should you love? What should you The تِلْيَانِ condition, It covers everything. How can it be it becomes a book just of reward and recitation? How can it be? This is our mindset. This is how we look to the Qur'an. And some brothers, they bring argument, they say, you know, Imam Shafi, Imam you know, Hanifa, this Imam, he, he read the Qur'an three times in Ramadan. These were people who understood the Arabic. So when they read each verse, they were thinking about the meaning. It was affecting them. Does it affect us? Sometimes we start Ramadan, we end Ramadan, and inshallah we get the reward. But we did not get closer to the Qur'an because we did not take time to understand it. How can a human being follow something he doesn't understand? What does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tell us about Bani Israel and the previous nations who were given revelation? We have revelation, they had revelation, they abandoned it. The other thing that we look to the Quran for wrongly, we look to it merely just for personal matters. The morals we should have, Okay, what does Quran say? How should I speak? What does Quran say? My family, what does Quran say? And beyond that, we don't look to the Quran. Brothers and sisters, this is a time, this is a month when we have to start a new relationship with the Quran. A new relationship. Shaqbrul Ramadan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, the month of Ramadan. Shah Ramadan al-Levi, it is the month in which Unzina was revealed, the Quran. Why? As a guidance for human beings. This ayah is from Surah Al-Furqan. What is a Furqan? A Furqan is that which tells you what is right and wrong. It separates between right and wrong. You have a block of water or a block of wood and you have a knife or a saw and you cut it. So it is clear, this side is this, this side is this. The human being in our day-to-day life, we make so many decisions. So many decisions. The one who has taqwa is the one who follows what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said. The one who takes the decision that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said. So this has to be a month where we look to the Quran as a book of guidance, where we understand its meanings and where we follow it. These are the three things. We look to it as guidance, we understand its meanings, we follow it. And the first one is to do with our mind, our attitude, our approach to the Qur'an. That it is a book of guidance. Imagine in your home, it is exam time now. You decide to clear the house, to tidy the house. So you start to go around the house. Oh, this book, we've not used it for many years. Recycle bin. This one, recycle bin. This one, recycle bin. And you grab one book, and your daughter says, Dad, you can't throw it away. You say, why not you? I say, no, 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 this one is for my exam. I have an exam in two weeks' time. The knowledge about how to write the exam, what questions will come, what topics is in this book. Dad, you cannot throw it away. I need this book. That is the start for the Muslim. We have to see the Quran as something that we need for life. It is more important than water. More important than water, because it is that which sustains life itself before anything else. So our attitude has to be: any problem we face, any issue we face in our personal life, in our masjid, in our family life, in the life of this owner, at home, abroad, we need to look to the Lord and for answers. That is a mindset change. That is a change in the way we approach, the way we think. About the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the second thing is to understand it to understand it we have to study it Imam Ibn Kathir I was listening to one tafsir and the scholar he made a point he said Imam Ibn Kathir he said that if somebody studies many things what is in your magazine what is in the internet does not does, does not recite and study the Quran this person has abandoned the Quran. It means in the life of the Muslim, we have to give time in our life. Fajr, Salat al Aisha. Some time in your life, in my life, where we sit down with the book of Allah, the revelation from Allah, the letter to you from Allah. <laughs> Allah wrote you a letter, wrote me a letter, a personal letter. I have to sit down. What is this saying to me? What does this ayah mean for me? What does it mean for us? What should I do? What should I not do? And when you do that, your love of Allah will increase. Your knowledge and understanding of Allah will increase. Your love of the one who brought this Qur'an to us, Sallallahu alayhi wa will increase.
1: Following the haram
0: will improve. Keeping away from the haram, from the, from the haram will improve, and following the halal will improve. This is so important. One brother said something, it sounds funny, but then when you think about it, you okay, think, a point. He said people, they want to finish reading the Qur'an in the month of Ramadan and that somebody said to him that has he thought about finishing the reading of the meaning of the Qur'an in English. What is he talking about? We get a reward when we read the Arabic. At least if you read, you don't understand Arabic, but you understand Urdu, you understand Bangla better than Arabic, you understand English read the Arabic, get the reward absolutely but if you read some of the translation of the meaning you get some of the meaning of what allah is saying to you you start to connect with the quran in a way that we don't connect today is that not what the quran was said for so we have to understand the meaning read the tafsir listen to lectures of tafsir there's so much available As brothers who know the Qur'an more than you do, recite it, read it, read the meaning, and think about what you have read. What I have read, what does it mean for me, what does it mean for us? And then let's look at our life. In so many areas of our life, Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us guidance. that this Qur'an was sent to clarify every issue, to answer every question, You look at the personal life, what morals should we have? The Quran talks about it. Now we have an issue here in the UK, LGBT. it's LGBT lifestyle, lesbian, gay, bisexual, They are pushing hard in schools. Our children are going to schools, and people are standing there, teaching them about the LGBT lifestyle. You can't say it's haram, it's inclusive, you have to accept it. What does Allah say? Who now? Save yourselves and your family from the hellfire. When you think of this verse, you say, I have to protect my children. I have to go to the school and discuss with them. Why are you sexualizing children at a young age? Why are you teaching them this issue at this age? You think your children can argue for themselves? Who's going to argue for them? Who's going to speak to the school? Who has that confidence? Who understands it's a duty from Allah and who will be asked about who read that ayah in the Qur'an and thought about it and said what are my duties as a parent and that will make you of a parent. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, sometimes we feel distress in our lives, we have a problem, we feel sad. In Allah, you read the Qur'an, you read the verses in the Qur'an that says to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Don't worry, the Quraysh are chasing you, Allah is with you, victory will be yours you read these verses, you think he suffered, we are suffering, Allah helped him, Allah will help me, it gives you strength. In every area of life, the Qur'an strengthens you, increases your love, increases your worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You look to the problems in the Ummah, you think of the Qur'an. This Ramadan, like many Ramadans before it, has been a disaster in many Muslim countries. Beginning of Ramadan, bombing in Gaza. And in Syria, in Syria, Israel, so many have been killed. So many have been killed. In a new situation, very interesting situation. Turkish troops have been sent by the government. They are over there, just down the road. They can hear the bombing. The Russians are bombing from the skies. I saw one video the other day. Some of the women, some of our sisters, our mothers, had to leave their homes. They're under a tree, running from the bombing. No tents. No food. Quran very the video of Iftar Quran very well. And because we have become an owner of recitation, people listen to him and they say, MashaAllah. He's Masha reciting, MashaAllah. He's meeting with Putin, who is killing the Muslims. He has an army that can defend the Muslims. He refuses to do it. America plays, but the Muslims in Syria, where did they take her from? In Chile, an airbase in Turkey. He is helping the enemies of Ummah. but we say, he's reciting the Qur'an beautifully. I said, don't look at his actions, brother. You criticize too much, brother. The Qur'an tells us to criticize. What do these words mean? And like, don't take my enemy, those who kill you, who fight you, who have fed you. He has relationship with Israelis, relationship with Putin. He's helping them to part of the Muslims in Syria and we say, "No, no, don't criticize. If we look at recitation only, we should not criticize. If we look at what Allah says, we praise when Allah says so, we criticize when Allah says so. Brothers, the more you study the Qur'an, the more I study the Qur'an, the more we study the Qur'an, it becomes the lens, the glasses, through which we see everything in life. Everything! There is one brother in this masjid, one of the reasons why I love him, when I meet him, we will have a discussion about something and he will bring Qur'an into it. That's what happens when people study Qur'an. They can be talking about food, about politics, about raising a family, about taqwa, about iman. They bring an ayah from the Qur'an into it. The Qur'an is alive! And if we start this new relationship with the Qur'an, if we recite it, if we study it, if we do tadabbur of is Allah saying to us, what is our duty? And then the last thing? We start to act according to it. Motivate each other to live by it. Solve our problems by it. There's a dispute in a masjid. What does Islam say? What does the sunnah say? When you start to do that, what happens practically? You become a walking Quran. And I chose these words deliberately. I purposely thought of the word walking Quran. Because when we say walking Quran, who do we think of? We think of our Habib. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They said, who is he?" They said, he is the walking Quran. Meaning, you could see in his actions, in his words, in his love, in his hatred, the Quran. We cannot be like the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. But if you follow him, if you follow the Quran, you also, not on his level, but on your own level, a level that Allah is pleased with, you also can become the walking Quran. Because the Qur'an influences what you like, what you say, when you're quiet, when you speak, when you stand with justice, when you pray, when you fast. Brothers and sisters, there is a hadith of the Prophet wasallam where he talks about the Qur'an on the Day of Judgment. That the Qur'an will come as a witness for us or against us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that the Qur'an does not come as a witness against us. That it does not come as a witness against us. That we are the people who are labeled, who recited it, tick, that Allah accept. But who did not listen, did not understand, did not act according to it. If we start this new relationship with the Qur'an, and then we want to tie this, let's end by tying this back to Ramadan. What is this month about? What is this month about? <laughs> Fasting has been prescribed for you. As it was prescribed for the Ummah, the nations before us. So that you may gain taqwa. There is an objective in this month. There is a result that we want to get our hands on. And that result is something called taqwa. It's fearing Allah and doing what pleases Him, the fat. It's fearing Allah and keeping away from what displeases Him, the haram. That is what it means to have taqwa. You cannot have taqwa. I cannot have taqwa. We cannot have taqwa unless we are tied to the Quran and the Sunnah of the Prophet So again, the Quran comes back. If we start this relationship with the Quran, to study it, to understand it, and to live by it, then this practically is a way, in the rest of the year, always coming back to it. What does the Quran say? What does Allah say? What does the Sunnah say? You would be a person walking on this earth, a person of Taqua, and lost her down, like this, like that. Yeah, you will be Party party, whether it's between the India or اللَّهِ to help us to freedom to help us not be like the man who comes on the day of judgment having abandoned the quran to help us come as people who lived this quran who recited this quran who loved this recitation but who studied it who understood it and who acted according to it and who motivated other people to live by it and who worked to change the world to be a world where the Qur'an is implemented, who work to change the Muslim lands to be a land where the Qur'an is implemented, who work to establish the Khilaf, the system that implements the Qur'an following the Sunnah of Muhammad a system we are in need of today, especially in this month of Ramadan. We ask Allah wa ta'ala to forgive our sins, to accept our dua, to accept our tilaura of Qur'an, to help us to love the Qur'an more and more and more. We ask Allah to accept our fasting in this blessed month of Ramadan. We ask Allah to save us from the fire of Jahanir. We ask Allah to count us amongst those whose next are freed in this blessed month of Ramadan. We ask Allah to help our Ummah in Shishir, China, in Kashmir, wherever the Muslims are. Some are even allowed to fast in China. May Allah make it easy for them. May Allah strengthen the Muslim Ummah to have a strong leader who will stand up for this Ummah who live even fast in some of the lands in this world. Bless Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to send God our children and our families to bless us with taqwa, to help us to grow in taqwa and understanding of him, to finish the month of Ramadan with more taqwa, fearing him more than when we started in the beginning. Allahumma rabbayna ayatina fi dunya hasana, wa fi al-akhirati hasana wa fi al-adha baniyala. Rabbana wala tahmila alayna isra kama hama tamwa lal-nabi <laughs> amin qadu biya. I or the a event in just down the road eight o'clock tonight. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events.